Welcome to the Collective Leadership Podcast. This is a podcast focused on collaborating for kingdom renewal and holistic gospel transformation in our world. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Omar Niebles, and I will be your host for the next few episodes. Today is part two of a two-part conversation on listening well. I am Omar Niebles, joined today by Jasmine Young, Kingdom Justice and Mercy Coordinator for the Metropolitan District of the Christian and Missionary Alliance. Also joining us today is Pastor David Rong. David is a lead pastor for Great Commission Bible Church in Queens, New York. He also is an ordained minister with the Christian and Missionary Alliance and has been serving with the Alliance for over 13 plus years. Our focus today will be on the core value of kingdom justice and mercy for the Metropolitan District. Let's go ahead and and look at some scriptural examples that would be relevant to our conversation. Where in scripture do you uh, both see uh, when listening goes really well? And and we know it's not perfect. We know that probably in so many of the stories in, in the Bible, there's good listening and bad listening that equally happen, right? But what scripture passage comes to mind for each of you? So for me, um, and I know this was part of the listening wells of bank of scriptures, but Deuteronomy 6, 4 to 9 is a good scripture. Mm. And look, first of all, the first words that come out of God's mouth is, hear, O Israel, mm. right? He's saying, put your cell phones away. Mm-hmm. Don't interject. The Alpha and Omega is speaking. The creator of the universe is speaking. So can you guys just take a moment and hear me out? And then the first thing he says is who he is. He says, the Lord is your God and the Lord is one. Mm. He says, this is who I am. I'm not like everybody else. Mm. You know, this is me. Please listen to me and understand me. And then what flows out of that in subsequent verses is love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. You know, he says you can't, and everybody understands that, you can't love someone unless you know them, you Mm -hmm. really know them. Otherwise, you just love, otherwise you're just kind of obsessed or fascinated with someone. Mm. But until you really get to allow yourself to really get to hear them and listen to them and know them, you can't love them and i think god just sets it out out at the outset with his chosen people and tells the israelites you need to hear me you need to listen to me you need to know who i am and then you could love me and out of that love you can do things mm. for me you can obey my commands mm. you can teach that and then you can pass that on and pay it forward to subsequent generations mm. but if you don't even know me what are you teaching your kids mm. and what are you teaching other people who don't even know me yet and so i think that's really key because you know a lot that's why we have books written about listening to the voice of god yeah you know prayer and fasting these are all designed for us to really take a moment take a deep breath yeah. put away all the cell phones and distractions and listen to the voice of God. And so I think that 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 passage jumps out at me 
most powerfully in terms of just from the outset, you know, the originator of love and listening and empathy, all that good stuff that we know um, is telling us how to do it. And so, yeah, Amen. I love that verse. That's so good. That so is good. good. Yeah. And, and it's it's just powerful that our communication with the God that, who, who we love draws us closer to him. Right. And it's that same model that will draw us closer to one another. Right. It's the listening first. Uh, we see these things in the Old Testament. We see them demonstrated even in the New Testament. Right. And so we get this kind of two way application when we think about these topics and that, you know, if it's in Deuteronomy there, we hear the precept. Right. Hear, mm. O Israel. Mm. Mm. When I come to the New Testament, I see it demonstrated. Mm. I see in mm. Luke, the 10th chapter where we have Mary and Martha. Mm -hmm. Right. Both with the opportunity to engage with Jesus. But Martha was distracted mm. with serving. Whilst Mary was sitting at Jesus's feet. And it says there, uh, Luke ten thirty nine that she sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word. Mm. So there is listening taking place. And it is right. going to have that result of drawing her closer to him. And as we all know, Martha got a bit uh, upended about Mary not assisting her mm. with the serving. And Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you're worried and troubled about many things, but that what Mary had chosen was the good part mm. and that it would not be taken away from her. Mm -hmm. When we engage in the listening well, both listening to our Savior but listening to one another, we engage in the better part. Mm. And there is yeah. going to be benefit or reward from it, right? So so listening as an act of justice is, is powerful because it is an affirmation and it is repeating that we have an expectancy that God's going to do something even in this step mm. of listening. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we've seen it demonstrated in his word. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if we're not listening well, we really can't move forward. That's right? it. Like if we don't listen well, we're in the dark on so many levels. Right. And and you both have have already addressed this, you know, beautifully. Like it's, it starts with hearing from our Lord. Our Lord, our God has something to say to his people. Right. And especially in our day and age, in our society, in our culture, just that basic question, have I made room in my life to listen? Amen. Have I, have I quieted my external uh, surroundings, my external circumstances, but equally, am I quieting the inner part of my soul so that I can listen to God, right? Yeah. And if we take that to one another, am, am I stopping in this moment to listen to what this person across the table, you know, from me has to say? right? Or across the screen from me, right? Our very real situation today, right? Uh, uh, this person that's across from me, am I listening to what they have to say? Because if I listen well, I know how to move forward. I know how to engage, right? If something needs to be rebuilt, right? If there's a bridge of trust that's been broken, right? This person can communicate to me in some real way what those steps look like to be able to do some rebuilding, yeah. right? But if I'm mm. I'm living off of assumptions, if I'm living off of what I want to hear, <laughs> uh, or I think they said, yep. right? 
problematic. Uh, problematic. I, I'm perhaps I'm even causing more issues now than how than when we first started, right? Oh yeah. Uh, in that way, and so that's that's beautiful, guys. Thank you, thank you for that. What would be then some practical takeaways for our churches? What what can I do? So I'm listening to this podcast. I, I'm moved by it. I realize, wow, I'm really, you know, there's not a lot in me that stops to listen, right? That 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 old, I don't know if it's a cliche, but like you've been given two ears and one mouth, right? Like right, we should right, be right, listening right. twice as much as we we're, we should be speaking, right? All the, that, those cute little things. But what can you guys encourage me or challenge me to do? Um, to, to put this into practice today, right? As soon as I, as soon as this podcast is over, yeah. that I can go do. Yeah, I would just say that, um, you know, I I know as we were preparing for this podcast, and um, I shared this song with from uh, from the eighties by Bonnie Raitt called <laughs> "I Can't Make You Love Me," and in talking about the song, she says you have to summon some other place to honor that space. And I, th- I think in order to have, um, for the practical advice for churches is you need to some, you need to honor that space. You need to have a space that is set apart for listening, mm. a safe space for people to share their experiences where they won't be interjected, mm. where they won't be distracted, where they won't be judged, where their name won't come up in a subsequent prayer meeting as so-and-so needs prayer because they shared in confidence mm. x y and z it needs to be safe yeah. it, it, and they're neat and they need to feel honored they need to feel that their experience is worthy of listening to some people don't feel like their experiences are worth listening to um i would say just coming from an asian background that's a lot of that's a lot of us mm. a lot of us feel that those experiences, may, people may not want to hear them. Maybe they're not worthy of honor, not worthy of time and space. Mm. Um, and so in order for us to design those safe spaces, we need to tell people we need to honor them and it has to be safe. Yeah. So people can feel, okay, this is safe for me to share. And that it, my experience is worthy to be shared. And I think you're going to, um, and once you have those spaces, you're going to hear a lot of uh, interesting and very powerful testimonies and uh, experiences coming through. So, yeah, that's that's my, my thoughts on practical suggestions. That's real good. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's elemental uh, to think about what we have to do to prepare inwardly, right, before we... Mm-hmm kind of move out, right? So, so so, creating that safe space and addressing and acknowledging our own pre-understandings, right, are important. We have to acknowledge them first. They're there, right? We're, we're seeking to engage in this listening because we do not have all the answers. Mm. So we have to be willing to put down some of our pre-understandings or presuppositions uh, to help to foster that safe space, right? And, and so that folks feel that there is a realism, you know, to our uh, including them, and allowing them to share. I'll also say that district leaders can invite others to share their story mm. in order to practice listening well by thinking about the folks and the diversity of experiences that they might have just right within your reach, 
right? We don't have to make it up. There are not so many degrees of separation between yourself and someone who has had a a very difficult upbringing, uh, someone who could benefit, right, from your counsel and your ear, someone who perhaps has migrated, uh, someone who has had a, a, a longer or more tenuous journey, someone who has perhaps experienced a very shameful uh, uh, event in in their lives and needs to be greeted with the reality mm. that Jesus died for their sin and their shame, mm. right? And so uh, there are folks all around us to be able to to embrace in this regard. So after we take Pastor David's advice and we create the safe and sacred space, mm. extend the invitation, and practice uh, the, the, these principles of, of, of putting down our distractions and stepping into the person's experience in order to listen without responding, without reacting, without interjecting, yeah. right? And without trying to solve, right? Yeah. That, that we know that solutions will come and solutions are rested within Jesus. But today, we're listening. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. part of... Go ahead, David. No, I, I just want to say, and also um, don't make it, um, especially for if you're hearing someone of a different, uh, from a different community or background, um, try not in your mind, make it a sociological experiment or interview where you generalize things, you know, like, oh, I heard from Jasmine, her experience, therefore I could generalize or so on and so forth. Yeah. Because that, that, uh, that, what that does is essentially lock uh lock your um experience lock you put your ability to listen uh limit your ability to listen to future people because everybody has different experiences absolutely they might experience the same thing but how they experience it might be different Mm. and so you don't want to lock yourself into that and go well you know i talked to so and so and they say this and therefore your experience is that and that that robs you of the ability to hear that the the new person out. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Really good. So I'm hearing creating uh, space for it, making sure that that space is safe place and then being able to invite people in uh, to a conversation, but not so that I can respond or create rebuttals, but to really put myself in a posture of listening. I love what you said before uh, Jasmine as well about how we need to prepare ourselves for this, right? Because yeah. we don't take that time to stop to prepare ourselves uh, in these spaces at all. And you only ha- if you've got children, you only have to think back to that way you responded to your kid when they were asking for something. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. were to play it back, you're like, oh, I wasn't ready for that moment when the questioning or the frustration, right, yeah. was presented to me. I was reactionary, right, mm-hmm. in that response. I didn't stop to listen. I didn't stop to gather more information, right? There, and there's times in my own parenting where, I mean, something that simple, like if I were to just to stop and not react and just get a little bit more information, I can respond better, yeah. right, to that kind of situation. So how do we prepare ourselves, right, uh, for these moments? How do we, even maybe ahead of time, prepare ourselves by thinking of good questions we could ask, uh, an individual, right? Uh, that That's before us, so. That's right. And, and good questions don't just affirm our pre-understanding, mm. right? Like, so let's not mm-hmm. fool ourselves. Mm. I'm going to go in because I already have an agenda mm. to prove or mm-hmm. disprove something mm. that aligns right. with my expectation, 
we would really fool ourselves that we're listening well if we kind of step in with, with, with that kind of agenda. Uh, so, so the better questions are questions that are, are, are written uh, entirely objectively mm. and with no kind of ulterior, you know, sort of motive or element to prove or disprove something we're looking for. See, we're not necessarily looking for something mm. when we engage in the listening. Yeah. We're just engaging. We are entering the unknown mm. as opposed to looking for something we know down w- w- within the sea of the conversation. And so you want to be able uh, to, to practice the, the, the listening well by just acknowledging in your personal space, in your pre-work, acknowledging that you have never entered the space you're about to enter before. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, This conversation has been so rich. Uh, We can continue on, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Whether it's looking at different passages or telling stories of, hey, this is when listening went well for me or it didn't. Uh, There's so much experience here uh, on this episode. And so we want to thank you both for joining us uh, today. And um, we want to thank those of you listening in. Uh, Again, this is a collective leadership podcast. May you all have an amazing day. God bless you. God bless.